Welcome to the Stockdale UCC podcast. We hope that you are encouraged and find deeper purpose and meaning in your walk with Christ. If you would like more information about Stockdale United Christian Church, please visit us at stockdaleucc.org. We're going to be we're going to be in Hebrews. Uh, the text we're going to be reading is in Hebrews chapter 2, and we're going to get there in a minute. So if you want to go ahead and get to Hebrews chapter 2, uh, starting at verse 1. But before we get going there, I want to uh, tell you just a little bit about how the book of Hebrews starts. Uh, at, when we get to the beginning of the book of Hebrews, it begins to talk about Jesus, and it starts with a comparison of sorts between Jesus and angels. Okay, Uh, talks about us that we were made a little lower than the angels. Uh, And then also that Jesus came, Jesus being the son of God, he came and was made like us. But he was made like us, but didn't give up any of his authority of who it is that he was. Right. So if you if you read the first chapter of Hebrews, which is it's a great, great book to study and a great thing to read through. You're going to find that as you read through the first chapter of Hebrews, it tells us how Christ is better than angels. Right now, it's not to diminish how important uh, the angels were, what they did in the Old Testament. We find that God sent angels as messengers when Daniel had been praying and uh, for, for for 21 days. He prayed. It was an angel that was dispatched from heaven to bring Daniel his message. Uh, the angels were messengers and, and they came and they brought words and, and he brought a word to Daniel. And he tells Daniel that God heard your prayer the very first day. He sent a, sent me to bring you the message. But as I was coming, I was stopped on the way and they had to send uh, uh, the archangel Michael to come and reinforce me so that I could get the message through to you. So we read in the Old Testament, we, we find stories about uh, angels and all these things. You're like, why is he talking about angels so much? And what, what does this say? It, that There's a reason. Because I want to set the stage for you this morning. I, I don't have a whole lot to preach, but I want to set the stage for you about what I am getting ready to read. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 1, it says this, Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which at the first being began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? God also bearing witness both with signs and wonders and diverse miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. Now, the reason I wanted to set the stage for you is we have to understand what this scripture is really trying to tell us. It's trying to tell us that if the words that angels spoke were sure they were steadfast and the things that they said happened, the things that they said came true, when an angel brought a message, you could rest assured that God was going to perform the message that was sent. It goes on to say, how shall we be saved if we neglect so great a salvation which was spoken not by an angel, 
But by the Lord Himself, out of the very mouth of Jesus Christ, the message of the Gospel came. And it wasn't just uh, confirmed by Him, but it was confirmed by those who heard Him. And through the Holy Spirit, working miracles and signs and wonders, God said, this is my Gospel. This morning... The gospel that you and I hear, the gospel that we receive, is more. Listen, it's more than a message given by angels. It carries more power and more authority than the words spoken by them because it came from the very mouth of God, the very Word of God. John chapter 1, verse 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God and the Word was God. You guys have heard me preach before you hear me talk about this Scripture often. Because we have to understand that, that this wasn't just another man who, who lived and walked the earth. This, this was the Word of God. John continues to go on to say that the Word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld His glory. He's identifying to us who the Word of God was. And it was this very Word who came into existence, took on the form of mortal man so that He could die for our sins. That He could be the propitiation for our peace. That He could stand in the middle ground and could make us right with God. It was this man named Jesus Christ who came and died and bled on the cross that you and I could be saved. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed To the things that we've heard. Lest at any point. We should let them slip. We live in a. A world and a culture. That is in danger. Of letting some things slip. The church is no longer. Changing culture. But culture is changing the church. The message of the gospel has has been tainted and been changed and and, and people and listen there there are things that you and I need to know that we can't let slip we can't let these things slip we have to give earnest heed to the things that was spoken by our lord we have to understand that you must be born again amen, amen? that's a great place for an amen this morning you must be born again amen. you don't get to heaven just because you come to church I'm glad to have you at church. I'm glad you came. But coming to church isn't what gets you in heaven. It doesn't. Well, I'm good for a week because I made it there on Sunday. Right? That's, that's, that's not how we get to heaven. There's a work that happens in our life. Through the grace of God and our faith in Him. That Christ comes in and saves us and transforms us. We don't get to heaven because we're good people. Amen? Amen. We have to be careful because sometimes it can be so easy to, 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 to just think and, and, you know, well, if I just go to church and I try to clean some things up and I try to do a little better and, and if, I, if I kind of fit the mold and I act like what I ought to act like and I do all that, then, then you know what, I'm going to be good and I'm going to hit it. But that's not the truth. You must be born again.
Listen to me. You, if you've not had a born again experience with Jesus Christ where He comes, it, it is a work of grace. Where the grace of God comes into your heart and He cleanses you from your unrighteousness. If you've never had that in your heart, you're not saved. You're not going to heaven. And I know, man, you're like, wow, Aaron, this ain't the kind of message you ought to be preaching at homecoming. But I'm telling you, all week the Lord had spoke to my heart as I'm reading this scripture. All of a sudden, I was laying down in bed and reading, reading the scripture. And all of a sudden, I began to feel some of them goose pimples start to pop up all over me. And the Lord said, Aaron, this is what you're talking about. And as I've been meditating and praying about this, He said, we can't let the born again experience slip out of our churches. We can't let people come in and leave unconverted, never knowing who Jesus is. Uh, they, they hear it with their ears, but they don't know Him in their heart, folks. And if you're here this morning and you don't know Jesus as your Savior, you've never had uh, the experience of, of having your sins washed by the blood and knowing that the grace of God has came in and saved you. You can. You don't have to leave here the same way you came. You don't have to walk out those doors the same way you came. And I know he is, wow, this is making me uncomfortable. I hate that you feel uncomfortable. I do. I don't like for people to feel uncomfortable, but I'm glad. I, 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 ain't, I ain't preaching at you and I ain't targeting you. You understand that, right? I don't know what's going on in your life. I don't know a thing about you. The only thing I know is what the Holy Spirit's told me to preach. So I, it's not my intent to do that, but I'm telling you, when the Holy Spirit begins to speak, we know. We know when the Spirit of God begins to draw and tug at our hearts and says, hey, there's something going on. There's something that needs to change. There's something that you've got to do. This born again thing, it's for you. You need to know Jesus. You need Him as your Savior. And we can't let those things slip. We can't let slip that Jesus died to save sinners. Amen? I, I want to make a very particular point here and because I think we need to understand. We, we have a bad habit in churches. We want people to be like us. The most important thing that we do in church is get people to act like us. As long as they come to church and they act like they ought to, then we're good with them. You can come to our church and we're just we're good with you. But Jesus died to save sinners. He died to save people who were messed up. Who've got problems. Who, who don't always do the right thing. Who do a lot of stuff wrong. Who've made bad decisions. Whose lives are train wrecks. Who, who are heading down the... Jesus died to save not the best version of you. The you that you could be if you're a Christian. But He died to save the you that is lost. I'm not interested in making you act like me. Yeah, it's got some amens there. Everybody come to church in khakis and a black polo shirt. That's what Cassidy and Hannah came in and said, well, he still wears the same outfit to preach in. <laughs> khakis and a black polo shirt. And that's been, what, 
10, 11 years now, get, getting push, pushing that, 10 years or so. I don't need you all to be me. I don't need you to look like me. I don't need you to act like me. But what I need you to understand is it doesn't take being like me to be a Christian. It takes you understanding that you have a need, that you're lost. Jesus came to save sinners. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. And if we ignore that as a church and we just try to dress up the outside, we're going to end up with a lot of Pharisees in the church. And if you don't know who the Pharisees were in the Bible, you, you just listen for a minute. They were men who, who in action, in the way they... In the deed, they, they did the things and observed the things of the law, the things that had come down from Moses, but in their heart. They didn't serve God. And that's all we end up in in church if we begin to just change the outside of a person. It's not about what you do on the outside. It's about what's in here. We can't let that slip. That Jesus... Still in the business of saving sinners. And listen, if you're here this morning, you're like, you know what? I can't be a Christian. I'm not good enough. I, I mess up all the time. I make bad decisions. I, I go down the wrong path. Every It seems like everything I do is just, just a mistake after a mistake after a mistake. You're just exactly the kind of person that Jesus wants to save. You're just exactly the kind of person. that He, he was walking down the road one day and just, just going down minding his own business and he looks up and he sees this little feller. He was a wee little man. Some of you folks know the story. Zacchaeus was a wee little man and a wee little man was. That's a song that I grew up with and some of you all from the sound of it grew up we were singing in church about as little kids. It was about a guy named Zacchaeus. And, and, and the Bible talks about how he, he was short, he was small. But Jesus, he, he was a guy no one liked because he was a tax collector. And in those days, the tax collectors they didn't just collect tax, they were crooked. Right? They could charge you whatever they wanted. And they just had to give a percentage to the government. So they would do whatever they could to get money. Nobody liked Zacchaeus. All Zacchaeus was doing is he was cheating people and he was stealing basically. That's what Zacchaeus was all about. But one day he heard that Jesus was passing by. So you know what Zacchaeus did? He climbed up into a tree. Because he just, he wanted to see. He'd heard stories about Jesus. He'd heard about what he was doing. He'd heard all the miracles of Jesus. He's like, I gotta see him, but I'm short. So what did he do? He climbed up into a tree. As Jesus was walking by Zacchaeus' way, Jesus looked up in the tree and guess what he said to Zacchaeus? Now mind you, this is the guy no one else liked. No one thought was any count. No one thought he would ever be worth anything. Everybody probably hated Zacchaeus. But when Jesus walked by, he looked up in the tree and he says, Zacchaeus, come on down. I'm coming to your house today. You are about to have an encounter with the power of God. I don't care what your past is. I don't. Now everybody, everybody's like, "Wow, Jesus is eating in the house of publicans and sinners, and he's 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 socializing with all these people who are lost and they do bad things." And and Jesus, that's when he told him. He says, "The Son of Man has come to seeking to save that which was lost." Zacchaeus is just the kind of guy. That I came to save. Maybe you're a little taller than Zacchaeus was. But if you're here. And you find yourself in that very same position. You're lost. And you know it. You make decisions. Mistakes. 
You're just exactly the person who Jesus wants to save. And that's why He's speaking to your heart this morning. That's exactly why He is speaking to your heart this morning. Listen. We need to not let slip that the Gospel of Christ is a Gospel of transformation. I'm going to, this is my last point. The gospel of Jesus Christ, not, 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 not a message from angels, not, not something, but, but from the very mouth of the word of God, the message of Jesus Christ is that this gospel is a gospel of transformation. When you get Jesus, you just, wherever you want to sit, just have a seat. When you get Jesus in your heart, you get different. I know that's not very good English, but this is Pike County. Now, don't, don't act like you didn't know what I was saying. Don't act like, well, no, that guy, he don't use proper English. I didn't know what he was talking about. Now, you know what I'm saying. When you get Jesus, you get different. You ain't the same as you was. Now, granted, it may not all happen at once. I ain't what I'm going to be. Listen, I ain't what I'm going to be. Praise the Lord, I ain't what I was. I ain't. God's not done with me. I, I see, this is uh, 21 years I've been preaching now. Yeah, that's right. 21 years I've been preaching now. I don't know it all. Haven't seen it all. Haven't heard it all. I'm still learning. God's not done. He is transforming me. He's transforming my life. I'm getting closer. I'm learning more. Our relationship is getting more intimate every day. And I'm telling you, he, He's transforming me into what He wants me to be. He's not done with me. But listen, we can't let that slip. If you're here and you know Jesus... If you're here, listen, if you're here and you know Jesus, you've been born again, your sins have been forgiven, and you're following Him, you need to understand that He is not finished in your life. He's not done with you. He's not done making you what He wants you to be. The transformation that's going on in your life, it isn't complete yet. We have to be careful that we don't get content. Well, that's what the Scripture says. It says, therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we've heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. And as I was reading this, I always, I try to go through and, you know, Greek words and, and just see what everything means and try to understand it. And, and this word heed, as I was looking at it, it, it was talking about this word heed, the thing I was reading. And, and it, you know, heed, it means to kind of... Uh, Give give into or or to turn toward, but but one of the one of the things that it said, it's like a ship turning in to land. And I I'll tell you what I got reading that, and I kind of got a little blessed because I started picturing that into my mind. Giving heat is just like taking that, that ship is kind of cruising cruising down out down the river, but giving heat is just turning it into land. You're going this direction. But something changes your direction. 
Listen, this morning, we need to give heed to the things that we've heard. We need to understand that the, uh, the, 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 the salvation that's in us, it, it's transformative. It is changing our lives on a daily basis. And we cannot get content with who we are in Christ because we're not what we're going to be. You and I aren't what we're going to be. You and I aren't where we're going to be going. Well, you, you and I haven't done everything we're going to do. God is not finished with us. And we can't be just content with just being okay. This morning, you and I ought to give the more earnest heed. In other words, we ought to pay a little, little attention. We ought to be very careful that we don't let the things that we've heard slip. We, we don't let the gospel that we've heard slip away. We don't let the things that we've received of God slip away. This morning, I, I believe that there are people who the Lord is dealing with this morning. I, I just feel it in the spirit that the Lord is dealing with hearts this morning. Right here, right here. You feel him inside. He's speaking to you. You're like, he's speaking. To I don't know. But you feel him right here. You know, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. The Lord is dealing with your heart this morning. I don't know what it is he's saying to you. Maybe he's saying, listen, you need to be born again. You need to be born again. You can try to just change your act. You can try to just act better, but that ain't it. You're missing, you're missing it. You got to be born again. Maybe you're here and you're thinking, wow, I'm, I'm off. I know the Lord's speaking to me. He's drawn, but there's no way I can straighten my life up. There, there's no way I can be good enough. There's no way I can live that Christian stuff. There's no, Jesus died to save sinners. Maybe you're here and you're like, you know what? The Lord's dealing with me this morning. I've just been in kind of the same place. I've just been kind of playing, playing games with God. I haven't been serious about my relationship with Him. I haven't been serious about what He's doing in my life. And that needs to change. Well, this morning, as the Holy Spirit is moving, I'd like for everyone to be standing. Alice, you want to? You got a song you can do? Jan, if you can get the mic at the piano for us here, live. Listen, this morning, uh, the Lord's dealing with your heart. You know He is. What are you going to do about it? Old Zacchaeus, he climbed up in a tree just to see Jesus. He didn't realize... That when he got up there in that tree that day, he was going to have an encounter with someone who was going to change his life. He was there just as a casual observer that had to get a little higher up in the tree so he could see. Just there to see what was going on. He had no expectations about what was getting ready to happen. And maybe that's how you came this morning. 
You had zero expectations that the Lord was going to be speaking with in your heart. He was going to be dealing with you this morning. You just came to church. You were hoping to see something. You were hoping to see some friends, some family, just to reconnect. But this morning as you were here, Jesus has spoken to your heart and He says, I want to come into your house today. I want to come into your heart today. I want to change your life today. I want to do something different in your life today. Thank you for listening to the Stockdale UCC podcast. We hope this has been a blessing to you and that you will share this with your family and friends. For more information about Stockdale United Christian Church, please visit us at stockdaleucc.org and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Stockdale underscore UCC.